Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins Sports. Toyin Green and Amanda Antoine. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to our listeners for whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Before we start today's interview, let's get a brief update on our spring sports. So boys lacrosse finished their season in the first round of playoffs against Cary. Their total season had a record of 9-7, and girls lacrosse also finished their season in the second round of playoffs against Garden City. This year marked the first in more than five that the girls' team has made it to playoffs. They moved past the first round against Jericho with the 8-6 win after previously losing in the season 3-9. After speaking to the coaches, they are more than confident that next year's team is ready to get back to playoffs for the next year. With only two upcoming seniors in the current junior class, the team is quite young and capable of being developed into a power team over the years. Next, baseball. So baseball also came to an end after reaching playoffs. Softball as well, though they didn't make it to playoffs, they had one hell of a season. They finished off their season with an 11-3 sweep against Floral Park with key plays from Kate Huser on the mound and Dylan Ryer leading the offensive plays. Now on to track. This year has been quite the year for the track season. Um, they've placed from 3rd to 1st at countless seasonal meets, invitationals, and finals, and more. As the season comes to an end, they continue to keep going and continue to win. Recently, the boys' track team earned runner-up honors at the Nassau County AAA 2022 Championship. Some notable athletes of this season include Kim Dressa Davis from Girls Track, Stephen Alcock from Boys Track, and rising stars Aaron Timmons from softball and Kate Huser from softball as well, Maya Gabaya and 7th grader Caitlin Timmons from Girls Across and EJ Bell from Boys Across. Now, with the update out of the way, let's jump into this episode. Today we have a very special guest with almost 20 years that have been put into our programs. Mr. Ramirez has been one special sports director. A lot of championships, states, playoffs, and victories have come out of his career and today serves as a chance to recollect on some of those memories. As he spends his final days as Baldwin Sports Director, we wish him good luck as he moves forward in his career. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, welcome, Mr. Ramirez. How are you? Welcome, Twin. Good to see you. All right. So, with the 20 years you put into this program, what has been the one thing that you can look back on and say, wow, I did that? I just think, uh, to be honest, it's not. I don't ever look at it as what I did. Um, it's more about what I experienced. And the thing that um, will always stay with me uh, is the kids, um, what they've done, the type of kids that I've that I've had here, and the relationships that I've built with both uh, students and, and colleagues here. I think um, when I look back over my 20 years at Baldwin, it will be that we, we had positive relationships, succeeded as an athletic program, and, and had success in programs that weren't successful before I got here and continued programs that were successful before I got here. Um, and I think that, that would be what I remember most. 
So that kind of goes off to the next question. How, what has been one lesson that you've like learned over the years while working with the different coaches and teams or just different people in general that has like added to your abilities as an athletic director? I think what I've learned most is not really so much what I've learned, it's what I've uh, confirmed. Um, I came into this line of work and in this profession because it was my passion and because I enjoyed interacting with people. And as I reflect back over 20 years, I think the biggest impact um, is not always programs and not, it's not always um, things that we can touch. It's more about uh, the interaction with people and being a positive role model and, and having a positive effect, whether you're a student to a teacher or a teacher to a student, those positive um, interactions that make a difference in people's daily lives. And I think over the 20 years, if I look at the biggest influence that I've had, it would be with people who I bonded with and, and built those relationships and the people that have had the biggest influence on me, same thing. So I think I look back at my, my 20 years and say, um, if I would do it all over again, it, it would be the focus on interacting with people and just de developing those relationships and having those conversations. So I guess, not. it doesn't lead to the next question, but like, have there been any regrets throughout your, like, how long you've been working here and anything you've done? Uh, so, uh, I, I, I've never been a fan of the word regret. Mm -hmm. And the reason I, I don't that. like regret is because regret w would change where I am now, where programs are, where, where the, the end result is of me having been here 20 years, and I'm not unhappy with that. Uh, so I don't want to say regrets. Are, are there things that when I look back I may have done differently? Absolutely. Um, you know, I started as athletic director at the, at the age of 30, uh, and I think uh, who I was at 30 and who I am now or two, could be two complete different people, and I might have handled things differently had those situations come up now. But I wouldn't necessarily call them regrets. Um, just It's always healthy to, to look back and self-reflect on how you would handle things differently. I like that response, the concept of like regrets and not taking anything back, because I would just change completely like where you are right it's now. That, that ripple effect. Yeah. You, know, you change one thing, and it might have changed a thousand other things that, that, that are happening now. Okay, so this question is going to be about COVID. So throughout your, your years as an athletic director, I don't think you could have anticipated anything like COVID. The impact it had on the sports program was kind of interesting in the way like we've lost a lot of people playing sports in general and like we couldn't compete at those high levels for like basketball, like those sports that usually go pretty far. So just to hear your perspective on it, like how challenging was it to like normalize the programs and get it back to that successful place that we usually are? So I think COVID has had so many effects in so many areas. It would be it would be uh, hard to just cover that in a, in a quick answer. But I, I'd say for athletics, obviously it had an impact on the experiences of the kids that were here going through it. Uh, they missed out on some things that uh, we, we've taken for granted in terms of just playing, practicing, uh, being able to um, be close to teammates when you're competing and talking, uh, postseason, a lot of things that were in the in the moment that they missed out. Um, but there's effects that we don't even think about, and that's the effect of what it does to the development of a program. We have teams that are struggling with numbers because kids weren't exposed to sports during those two years. So we have sixth, seventh, and eighth graders that have never played sports, and now they're not interested in these sports. So it's be becoming to where we have to now go back and start fresh and recruiting to build participation and interest in sports. Um, but, I, I, you know, bigger, bigger picture, um, I think for students um, and, and kids in your generation and younger, um, there are some students who are struggling with coming back to the day-to-day -day interactions with people. Mm -hmm. um, pe they become accustomed to sitting in front of a screen, so that's hurt the, 
the person-to-person conversations and how they interact. Yeah. Um, it just, I think for the next four or five years, we'll still feel the effects of, uh, of COVID and coming out of this pandemic. So um, that kind of leads to your replacement, Dr. Scarlett. How much faith do you have in him to like, not necessarily build back the program, but like continue your legacy and what you've done and also bring new people to like come to fill these programs as well? So uh, first, first, let me say, um, I never think of what, what I've done here as a legacy. I've done a job. Um, I've always been about the kids, and I think the legacy belongs with the kids and the coaches and the programs. It's never, it's never about me. So there's no, no, uh, there's no pressure or stress to continue a legacy that's not there with Dr. Scarlett. I've known Dr. Scarlett for over 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, he is a phenomenal young man, um, has a great experience in athletics. He was a state runner-up in high school, an All-American in college, competed Division I, uh, has built the Hempstead Charter Academy from a program that was very small to competing at Nassau County and having championships and then transitioned over to a Carl Place school, which is a public school. So his background, his, his experiences are, are going to lead him to success here. I think the school, these, you know, the, the kids here, the programs, the coaches will not skip a beat with them. I mean that. Um, I think he, his biggest strength is um, he is a people person. Um, he, he cares about the kids, he's going to care about the community, um, and he's going to be vested just as I was over my 20 years, and he's going to learn to love it just as I did over my 20 years. Um, I have no, no doubt about it that Dr. Scarlett will come here and thrive, um, and that the kids here will be served um, very well by him. All right, that's a good answer. I like that one. It's a Ramirez 2.0, but a black version. All right, <laughs> so you put a lot of work into Baldwin, whether it's your spirit, your support, or drive, or just how humble you are. Um, everything you put in is evident in the county championships that we won, or just like the finals that we won in general. So I know this might be a personal question, but how hard was it to choose a different path for your career? Oh, man. It was probably, I'll be honest, in. in in my life, and I live a very blessed life because I can say that this was uh, one of the harder decisions I've had to make. So that's obviously a good thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very tough decision and not one that was easy. Uh, one that that brought a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of uh, stress and um, just inner turmoil with with myself. Um, I love Baldwin as I've loved any community or any place I've uh, I've ever been in. It is home to me, it will always be home to me. Um, 20 years of my life is, is a long time, and I don't say 20 years of giving to Baldwin, it's 20 years that Baldwin has given to me. Uh, and I mean that. Um, the, the, some of my fondest, fondest moments professionally were here in Baldwin. Some of my best uh, friends and relationships that I developed have developed here through Baldwin. I started here with one of my best friends who, who, who moved on to another job, and I've developed other great friends and relationships. Uh, I'm so proud of the individual students that have graduated from here and are here now and, and go to do big things and, and have accomplished so much in high school. So, yeah, it was a, um, a very, very hard decision for me to make personally and professionally um, until this day. You know, I sit during the day and I'm, you know, I have one of those moments like, oh, geez, you know, <laughs> and that's, that's the reality. And I just have to have faith that, you know, I, I, I weighed things out and it, it was the best thing for me and the best thing for Baldwin at this time. And I truly believe that. I think change is good for all. I've always challenged you guys as student athletes uh, to, you know, as you go on to college or the workforce, 
um, to take what you've gotten from Baldwin and, and be successful in all those avenues. And I think that'll be what what I take with myself. I'm going to take Baldwin with me and what I've learned here and use that mm-hmm. to be successful where I go. And I, I have listen. Baldwin will will continue to be Baldwin. Uh, after I leave, after Dr. Scarlett leaves, and after 10 other athletic directors, because when you really come to think about it, it's not about us. It's about you guys as student athletes that, and, and the coaches and the teachers that are in this building that make it, you know, in the community. So it, it'll continue to be successful. And I'm always going to be rooting for the Bruins. All right. You know that. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Baldwin High School is quite diverse. With the minority diversity rate of about 85%, most of our traditional all-white sports are flooded with kids of different backgrounds and cultures. So compared to a lot of other schools on Long Island, we're pretty successful despite not having played together with other schools, like with other kids since like pre-K. So personally, I'm very proud of our programs because of this quality among the others that we have. How do you personally feel about the diversity and opportunities that our programs give? So I'm always going to be pro-diversity because this world is diverse. And in my experience with people, uh, the earlier you are exposed to different cultures, uh, different thoughts, different religions, the more uh, comfortable you get with them. Um, and I think that's a healthy thing. I was fortunate to grow up in Freeport, which was always a diverse community, very similar to what Baldwin is now when I was growing up. Um, and I, as I ventured out into the world and, and I, you know, I moved to Florida and I've been different places, um, I was always amazed at my level of comfortability with different religions and cultures and, and you know, ethnicities, as opposed to people who weren't exposed to that. So I think for you guys, and you'll see it as you move on to, to college, you know, you're going to you're going to meet people who didn't have that experience, mm-hmm. and you're going to see what a great benefit it was for you. I I, I think the diversity here is great. I do agree um, that it, it, I don't want to say it's the diversity that with with the sports. I just think we we have a, we're a community where we're having people move in. They want to move into Baldwin because of the diversity. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we get people, uh, student athletes that don't start off in our youth programs early on and catch on to sports late. They're yeah. exposed to the sports late, and that hurts the sports. But in the, again, I always use that. The bigger picture, there's nothing more beautiful than a diverse community and learning different cultures, and everybody brings something to the table that's special. I like that answer. I remember writing an essay like about how um, just Baldwin sports and how diverse they are and how like it's impacted my life of like being able to interact with different people like just like their skill level or just like where they've been how like it influences like how you move on in your future and like your perspective of the world and like how you interact with other people so I think that's something that's also important so what has been one of your favorite sports moments at Baldwin it could be like a finals game like a certain (laughs) team or like just simply an experience uh so I have a couple of them can I can I say a couple of them top three Top three, okay, I'll give you the top three. Obviously, the uh, state championship for girls basketball federation championship are Mm -hmm. on the top of my list because what they did as a public school to not only go out and compete with uh, city schools and private schools and uh, uh, schools that that recruit like Lutheran High School Mm -hmm. and and Christ the King, to to not only compete but beat them was probably, I mean, in in any athletic director, that would have been a a high moment. So I'm going to say that. That tops uh, mine. I was very fortunate in 2005 when I started that we won a football championship, Nassau County Football oh, Championship. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, uh, I, that. I, you know, uh, at the time, I took it for granted. I'm not, I will have 10 more of these, you know, but those are tough to come by. Um, and then if I had to pick the third, uh, there, there's so many high points. Uh, I mean, I remember early on the girls' soccer team making the uh, championship game for soccer. 
you know, those are highlights. I remember we had some early softball girls. Um, lacrosse has had girls lacrosse has been up and down, but when they have their highs, it's a, it's a great experience. If I'm going to pick, I listen, uh, I have to go with Quasi this year too. Quasi mm -hmm. upsetting in the Nassau County yeah. Championships and winning, you know, defeating a guy that nobody thought he was going to win. And in the fashion he won, that, that's a high one. Um, there, there, there's a lot that can fly into that third place, but uh, it's been a great run for me. And those are memories that I'll, I'll definitely uh, hold dear to my heart and take with me. All right, that was good. And you listed about like five, but I'll let it pass. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Is there like a farewell wish you want to give to everybody? Like upcoming athletes, athletes you've like worked with and you've known or just like people right now? Anything you want to say? I don't want to say a farewell wish, uh, but I do want to, uh, listen, I want to thank all the athletes um, that I've worked with and the coaches that made my 20 years here uh, such a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, the athletes that are here, especially the senior class I'm graduating with you, I look at it. Um, you know, I, I'll have more to say at the varsity banquet, and, you know, I, I have so many thoughts in my head, but I, I would just thank them also and, and tell them never be scared to venture out and challenge yourself. Um, and I'll say this at the varsity banquet, uh, you know, you're not leaving Baldwin. I'm not leaving Baldwin because Baldwin is a place, but more than that, it's a part of us. So when we leave, it leaves with us, and our job is to share what we were fortunate enough to, to experience and learn here and share that wherever we go so that every place is exposed to Baldwin and our, and our, and our great things that, that happen here. Um, no, I, I, again, I've just been blessed. Um, you know, I, I have individual names that come up in my mind. Um, that I was able to, you know, work with, you know, Ricky Manigan in 2005, Aaron Weaver, Nico Callender, uh, my buddy Anthony Bolden. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, listen, I was blessed to have that relationship. It's been a ride. It's been a ride. It's been a ride. Yeah. So thank you to all of those. Beautiful speech. Beautiful speech. I want to hear that again at the varsity banquet. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't um, want to make you cry. Uh, but this has been quite the ride and we thank you so much Baldwin thanks you so much where you've like led the program I know you said that it wasn't you but you did put like a lot into it and we thank you so much for that I appreciate that Tony thanks for thank you <laughs> thank you thanks for interviewing with, with us and appreciate it ah, come here appreciate it you're awesome no problem alright thank you Mr. no Ramirez. problem wow what an episode. I promised that I wouldn't make Ramirez cry, but I guess I'm a liar now. <laughs> but seriously, I hope our listeners enjoyed this episode, and I hope you were able to get a glimpse into the crazy journey that Baldwin Sports has had over the years. This is Toyin signing off. Have a good day, Bruins. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Baldwin Sports Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.